Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. How's it going, citizens? Global Voice here. And as I record this, we're about a few days removed from Valentine's Day, one of my favorite holidays of the year. Um, I like it because I put no expectations on the holidays. If I go out there and do a little self-care, see little activities around town, I feel fulfilled in the heart. And that's why I'm never bitter when it comes to people being like, Valentine's Day is not real. But I, I love Valentine's Day and I love love. Even though you may know me as a podcaster or esportscaster or a motivational speaker or an author, my IRL, my in real life job is that I'm a DJ. I'm a wedding vendor in Southern California, and that's where I met my guest today, Melissa Buffalo, a woman-owned and LGBTQ-owned business owner of Blue Moon Event Planning out of Long Beach, and I've worked on a couple of weddings, and I felt a kindred spirit because we're both advocates of getting the work done, getting the work done right, and getting the work done with flair. And so it was so cool to sit and chat with her about her experiences in that space, and if you are thinking about getting married out here in Los Angeles, which I didn't know this, but for most people outside of our country, when you think of an American destination wedding, they come to Southern California. Huh, imagine that. Check out Blue Moon Event Planning. I'll have the link in the description uh, below or whatever device you are listening to this on. So please, please, please enjoy my chat with Melissa. Before I get to that, just got to say, newamsterdam.com, knwamsterdam.com is where you can learn about this show and all the other shows on the New Amsterdam Entertainment umbrella. And you can follow the show at New Amsterdam on that Instagram or that new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. Twitter? <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. All right, enough of me rambling. Now it's time for my chat with Melissa Buffalo. Welcome back to another edition of New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast with thinkers, doers, and creatives. It is I, the mayor, Flopa Boys, in the mayor's office, because I feel like I live here. But I'm being joined by someone who is doing the dang thing. We actually crossed paths in the wedding space. I know if you're listening to the show, you know that I am also a video game caster. I'm a podcast. I'm an author. I'm a middle distance runner. But I'm actually a DJ. My day job is actually nights and weekends. <laughs> I DJ in the California area. My guest, Melissa Buffalo of Blue Moon Event Planning. How are you doing today? I'm so good. So good. Nice to see you. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, it's almost, what, three, four months since we last worked together? Yes. Yeah, last October. Feels like it was yesterday. It was like three lockdowns ago. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> how's that, how's, yeah, yeah, there's no time. It's like, it's 2022, and I try to think about things I did in 18, 19, or 20. I'm like, when was that? Last week? 10 years ago? Right. Yep. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about blue blue moon event paneling because we have worked before and i've always seen you hustling everyone has good things to say about you when you launch your own business which is always a goal is to do well but what's been your path of creating that goodwill with your clients how do you get that good rep when you linked into it yes um so i i'd say the most important is um obviously the relationship you have with your clients but also um vendors and venues uh, I think that's that's really the key to really grow the business, um, and obviously all the good reviews and everything like that. But but it's really the relationships with your fellow vendors that I, I cherish the most, honestly. Yeah. 
how'd you get into it then? If you're just sitting there going, you know what this world needs? A planner that doesn't suck. Like how, <laughs> when did you decide <laughs> how to get into it? Well, I mean, uh, my history is a little, um, it's, I've been in events and live events for so many years, um, like 10 plus years at this point, um, in different exactly. facets. Um, yeah. So for me, it wasn't just like, you know, it, I, I didn't really fall into it. I just kind of took, took some turns into it and it just kind of happened. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess now you can go to school and like for, for event planning in the hospitality industry and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I think yeah. with us now human beings, we can dabble in a bunch of things, but it takes a lot to say, you know what, I could actually make this a career or very least a, a business. I mean, was that a, a particular moment for you or was it something like a culmination of experiences going, Hey, I know stuff people don't let me find a way to build my own empire that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I mean, doing a side hustle, having it as a side hustle, which I did for many years. Um, and then, you know, just having that moment where you're like, you know what, I can just, I can do this full time. I'm going to jump into it. So you just, you do. And I did, um, yes. beginning of 2018, um, really full time, um, as well as assisting and leading for other companies as well as a freelancer. So, um, kind of like filling in the gaps of blue moon and, you know, making sure my schedule is full and making all my money and, you know, all that. All right, let me ask you a real talk question. You see, a lot of us smaller vendors feel it's kind of hard to get in the business, especially in Southern California with yeah. vendor lists and giant stuffy venues. You know who yes. you are out there. Uh, how, I mean, what was your experience? I know you broke through because, again, you have goodwill with your clients. But, like, what was that, like, feeling the first time getting out there, getting those no's, getting no's, you got to be on the vendor list type deals? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love and hate vendor lists um, because I think there's enough work out there for everybody. So, um, for me, I, I really, I really, like I said, cherish those relationships with the other vendors and other venues and photographers, because when couples are starting out their planning process, they've either, you know, already done engagement photos with the photographer or they're getting their venue. That's the first thing you have to do to get your date and all that kind of stuff. So it's really, it's really getting in with those folks and, um, proving that you're, you're good at what you do and they can trust you with, with, you know, our clients and, um, making an event successful, but it's really, that's what, that's where it's all about. So that's what it's all about. <laughs> you know? well, I like about, I like about the show is I can ask cliche questions. So here's the cliche question for you. Uh, when I'm, I'm, I'm getting married theoretically, um, I'm not, but if I am, uh, why should I go with a planner? I feel like this is a hubris there for a couple to be like, Oh, we'll get Aunt Gladys to do it. Or we'll do it ourselves. So why should I want to invest in a planner? Yes hate that question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Um, you, you should, uh, bare minimum, get a coordinator for your day of. Um, uh, and really, most most day of coordinators are really, um, at least my, in my packages and a, a lot of other planners that I know, uh, will guide you along the way because you don't know what's what's unreasonable. What's, you know, is this $3,000 bill good or bad? Or like, what what's the typical price for this, that, and the other thing? Um, and we planners really provide that for our clients. And you know, um, grandma and Gladys doesn't know any of that. And she doesn't have the connection. She doesn't have, you know, you want to hire somebody that's also that you can trust. So all of my, my favorite, my favorite vendors, right. Yeah, um, yeah. and I always just call my favorites, my preferred, but like my favorites. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, they're going to show up on time. They're going to do a great job. They're going to, you know, fulfill what they've agreed upon. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Uh, it was for us uh, sitting out with clients going, you know what? We're thinking about going with a playlist. And you're like, oh no, not the playlist. <laughs> you sit there going, look, I understand you want to make something affordable and cost effective, but what are you doing? There's a base I, I try to, I, don't worry. I like, I convince people. I was like, here's why you need a DJ. First of all, like, <laughs> right. you know, they, they're, yeah, I mean, I don't need to tell you, you know, <laughs> but it, it's rough out there in these streets, man. I tell you, <laughs> it is, it is. I don't want to, I don't, you can't have your cousin, you know, managing the playlist. And then all of a sudden there's an iPad with everybody going around just like use, Oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's rough. I, I wasn't fortunate enough to, to jump in in 2017. The legend goes, and it's true. I got let go from my corporate job on Thanksgiving Day, and I just hastily made a website to catch a tail end of engagement season into 18. So 18 was, was like famine. 19 was even worse, and I struggled with trying to break through. And well, with 2020, the world had stopped, and uh, for whatever reason, I mean, between the black community and the Asian community and um, the LGBT community, there was a lot more voices out there about how representation amongst our vendors. And I felt like one of the benefits of that was now I can tag my business as being black owned, which in fact opened up more clients looking for specifically that. Has that affected your business as well? Uh, and if so, in what way? Um, you know, I mean, I'm very forthcoming on, on my website and, you know, I did tick that box too. when when wedding wire and the knot kind of came out with that, which is lovely of them. Um, definitely love that their inclusivity is there, um, much better than years past. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so thankful for that, but I'm not sure. I think it's funny that, you know, my, my queer community is really not, um, they're not my, they're not the, the money, the most weddings I have. It's, sure, not, sure. it's not, but, but that being said, you know, my, heterosexual couples are, um, are, are want to support somebody in, in the community. So that's why they chose me or whatever, you know, or they are their cousin or their sister or there's somebody in their family that they just really want to support. Yeah. So that's, but that's been lovely. Is it empowering or kind of pandering? Where do you lay on that? I've heard both ways in both camps. I mean, no, I'm it's, I mean, it's empowering. I love, I love that people want to want to support, you know, yeah. Love is love. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It was interesting because I, I think that uh, trying to find ways to make yourself staying, uh, have staying power is always important uh, when it comes to that sort of thing. So I don't know about that because I know the, the grind could be, be hours of on days and you don't have off days like everyone else. I think we talked about this uh, offline. You have off days like on Monday or Tuesday? Yeah, my Mondays. I really try not to like schedule anything. Like I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I still end up okay. doing my emails and like work a little bit, but no appointments, no site visits. <laughs> so what do you do then on your day off? Oh man. So, okay. If it's, if it's in the seventies, I'm usually at the beach. Um, I'm a beach baby. I want to go there anytime. I mean, I grew up in Colorado and lived on the East Coast for 10 years. So I yeah. want to be on the beach any second I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, otherwise, I'm working out, chilling, you know, having wine, hanging out with are, my puppies. <laughs> are you a yoga person, weight training, volleyball? Like what? Breakdancing? How do you work out? <laughs> I'm mostly running. I'll lift a little bit of weights. Um, I like to bike right on the beach, like down the path here in Long Beach. Um, yeah. Kind of all the way up and down. It can be. There's a nice like 10 mile stretch that I can do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta work up to it now. I gotta work back up to it. I, during COVID, I definitely could do it easily, but now I'm like, oh, how about seven today? <laughs> I can never do that. I, I do my my little two mile loop. I'm like, all right, cheeseburgers definitely deserve today. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <I could possibly. laughs> 
so, so 2022 it's, it's it's by the time this airs the middle of february i mean do you yeah. do that your goal plan for what you want to do or the kind of are you more of in the moment take it as it comes what does the next 12 month look for you i mean i'm i'm really in the moment i mean this this year is shaping up really nicely already so mm-hmm. i'm happy to see that um it's funny because people book their planners and coordinators at different times it's not always a year out sometimes it's only a couple months out so you know, my heavy booking is up until probably July. I still have some like room in the fall right now, but I'm confident that people will come. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just kind of I well, and uh, you know, I do work with Pop the Champagne, um, my other company that I work with, and uh, you know, whatever whatever weekends I have free or want to work, um, you know, she helps fill those in for me, which is lovely. Is so, so you have the two companies working currently? It's like a booking agent sort of fill. It's kind of like an affiliation arrangement. Well, yeah, well, so she, so Allie, the owner of Pop the Champagne, uh, runs her, she only does day of coordination, um, that's her one package, so she, um, she and our gaggle of other planners, um, we get handed off our clients uh, about 12 weeks out, um, and she'll, she'll, so she'll divvy it up between all the leads, um, and then we'll schedule assistance and everything, but she's got a full team of people, so, and I'm part of her team. Yeah, and, and this is... This is going to be kind of cool to have that extra, I'll say a revenue stream, but an extra way to source clients and meet people, correct? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and she's fantastic. And we 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 think the same way. We're the same type of person. So um it's it's synergy, you know, whenever those clients do come to me, I know exactly where they've been with her. So what I like about you most Melissa is like you have like the like the best like energy about it. It's it's like it's like you're not you're you're pleasant but not like sickly. So <laughs> you tell it how it is. Uh, I guess a question I, I had for you was how do you keep yourself in your job but you have to deal with so many different personalities while someone's best day of their life is happening in the background. Yes. Um so I think this comes back to my theater experience. Um I was a um, event producer, obviously at the Queen Mary as well, but my theater experience, um, as a production manager and stage manager, I had to deal with so many different personalities, um, and keeping my cool doing that, you know, directors, okay. you know, designers, actors, musicians, and there's all a lot of, lot of personalities I've had to deal with. And oh, wow. I, think, I think with weddings, it's just, <laughs> I feel like I can do them in my sleep. So they don't feel, they don't feel difficult to me. The difficult part, I guess, is, is just dealing with those personalities, but I don't know. There's just, it's just, it's just, I mean, it, it's a very important day. Um, yeah. and that's, that's definitely important, but you just have to keep your cool. Like nothing is, nothing is that dire. It's just yeah. not, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did you have a dream as a kid? Like what you want to do when you grow up or is it something like, are you kind of like, now nah, you weren't into that whole, like, because I, I want to be a Power Ranger when I was a kid. That's what I wanted <laughs> I know. to be. I, I, you had told me I was going to be a, like a wedding planner, you know, back in the day. I'm not sure I believed you really. Um, yeah. I mean, I did, I did create Blue Moon Event Planning in high school. That's where the name came from. I even created a brochure. I was like, I, maybe, I, maybe subconsciously I did know I want to do this, but I think I, I think I like doing events. I didn't know weddings was actually going to be my thing, but. Well, why the name then? <laughs> So I think, so it, again, in high school, this was like my like economy class or something. He was like, create a business. And I was like, okay. So I think um, blue moons are rare. So you want to, you want to have your, your rare occasion taken care of. Right. So oh, that's genius. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so many guests I have on the show going like, are you based in Amsterdam? I go, no, why does everyone say this? And I, now I get it. That's everything's in a name. <laughs> yep. yep. Once in a blue moon, right? <laughs> right. Once in a blue moon, uh, blue moon harvest and all, and all that. Um, yeah. So yep. as, as you're working on one thing with your business, what about you personally? I mean, I know you probably want to travel, probably want to do something cool with your life. You know what I mean? Like not be a slave, just a desk. What does Melissa Buffalo want to do when everything's said and done? Like what's on your bucket list if you have one? Oh, I mean, I think making sure I'm spending time with family and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on the opposite coast from family. So whenever I have a chance to go out there, I do. Um, yeah, again, beach, any beach, all the beaches. <laughs> um, yeah. Is, is there anything that you want to, like any countries you want to visit? Huh. Yeah. I've been trying to like put, put all of my traveling, like aspirations aside, you know, <laughs> until it's Why? Like, <laughs> I don't know when they're going to happen. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. So it's good to have a little vision board type deal. Like, Oh, we'll love to go visit. Yeah. Lisbon no, I would, I'd love to go back to Europe. I mean, uh, my, my heritage is Italian. So I would love to go back to Italy. I want to go to Spain. Um, what part of Italy? Uh, so I'm from the, the Tuscan region. So oh, um, well, my family's from the Tuscan region. So um, I'd like to go back there. Florence, for sure. Venice is one of my favorites, again, on the water. Um, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> water baby over here. Yeah, respect. I, I had the uh, the fortunate uh, experience of going to Italy for a wedding. Actually, I was booked to be I was booked oh. to DJ at a wedding on the Amalfi Coast. Lucky. Um, but, <laughs> Uh, on the surface, it is, and I'll tell people, oh, yeah, it was, but, like, truthfully, I was so broke, and I forgot that dollars are weaker than euros. It was miserable, <laughs> but it was a cool wow. experience because I got a photo op, and the photo op led to more work because, hey, look, they booked you to go to Europe. It must be a big yeah. deal, but in yeah. the course of doing that, for my business, I was like, I'm really to suffer for the brand. I'm really to suffer for what I want to do out there, even though it seems weird saying that about Italy, because it's the most beautiful place on the planet. Right. I'm suffering, you know? Yeah, I'm suffering. Yeah, but it's it's a lot to travel for for work too, you know? I mean, yeah. I don't I don't, I don't really go outside of Southern California very often. Uh, yeah. I, do, yeah. I do have a couple this year, um, but I'm like picking shows what I'm going to do, which is nice. Right, right. And if I do, here's my travel fees, right? No, I'm just kidding. So whatever. Right. Well, I mean, they need to, yeah, they need to take care of that. They oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We're talent, y'all. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people listening to the show now are, are contemplating that jump. They're contemplating of having that, that that brand that's in their head on a piece of paper. In fact, a friend of mine helped me up this week. She uh, lives in Jersey. She started an HR company. And I'm just like hiding on it with beta breath. Like if it becomes like incorporated, call me, I'll, I'll interview you. But if, do you have any advice for someone who may be on that fence trying to say, hey, look, man, my day job is stable. I don't know if I can do it or I want to do it, this, that, and the other thing? Yeah, I would say um, like lean into any context that you have you know, uh, and network and really, and really have conversations with as many people as possible and get people's advice. And, um, and yeah, lean into, lean into all those contacts that you think you might know, or, you know, uh, also obviously save money. I mean, if you're saving, save up for it, uh, to mm -hmm. make the leap, that way you've got a cushion. You don't need to like be so like, Ooh, I'm going to take everything, you know, which we all have been there. We all do that. So no shame in that. And even, even honestly working, one of whatever for free just to just to get get your portfolio going get your you know whatever whatever type of business you're doing um do something for free do something for a friend get your friends and family's help you know yeah that's really nice 
Hey, that, that works. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. And, and there's something that, that you learned uh, as a mistake and the, one of the mistakes you made in the business that you can say, hey, look, man, don't do this. Like for me, I made the mistake a lot of people do with, with equipment-based businesses and bought the top of the line stuff. And I realized, oh, wait, if you load in your car back and forth week after week, they get banged up. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say... <laughs> For me personally, it was it was investing too much money in like the marketing stuff um, mm. that I, that didn't really have the ROI that I wanted it to be to have. Um, so you know, just being careful where you're spending your limited dollars, especially when you're when you're starting out. So I think for me that was like oh, I don't I really didn't really need to do that. But oh, yeah. you know, yeah. if you don't know better, if you're still trying to get into it, you know, it's just it's hard. But I just want to say what I'm going to say now is, is an opinion expressed only by me. I'm not getting my guests in trouble here. But one of the, to your point about advertising, one of the worst things I realized as a business owner uh, is that love hate hate relationship with Yelp. <laughs> they are vicious when they call. It. It's like a it's like a shakedown. It's like, hey, look, you want you want to have a good placement in your ads, huh? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Yeah. Well, and you know, and, and any, any of those sites um, that try to get after you, it's like, they really hound you, you know? Um, I would say my suggestion for that is to have, have a Google like number, like a separate business number that screens calls like that too. So you yeah. don't have to deal with it. Ah, uh, pro tips all around. Pro tips. I love the fact you just came in, dropped the science and just peaced out. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your time as well. If someone was listening to you now, they want to know more about you, your brand, your company, how they go about doing that. I'd say go to the website, um, www.bluemooneventplanning, all spelled out.com. Uh, obviously I'm on Instagram at Buffalo or at, at Buffalo loved actually. And also that's me personally. And then, um, at blue moon event planning for the business. Oh, you can't miss it. Your picture's on front and center of the website. Blue Moon yeah, Plan. <laughs> if you want to prove it, it's my company. No, it's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> about the brand. I hear you. I'm all about that. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. I want you back on a future episode because I know when people hear this, they're gonna be like, oh, that's a girl from the show. But great. <laughs> yeah, happy to answer any questions. DM me, email me, whatever. Before you go, just want to say my book, Graduation Day, Life Lessons from the Real World, is now available on Amazon. You know, the concept of the book comes from when I graduated college and I wasn't impressed about my commencement speaker and what he had to say. And I said, I had some life experiences. Let me go back in time to a proverbial time machine and tell younger me things I learned as an adult. I share stories about the time where I almost died riding a motorcycle or the time where I had no money but decided to do a wedding in Italy, DJ a wedding in Italy to save my business and much, much more. Graduation Day, Life Lessons from the Real World is available on Amazon. Just look for me at Flobo Voice. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W-Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>